the morning sickness relapse with uh, intern Jeremy. That's right, guys. Welcome in to the Morning Sickness Relapse, your behind-the-scenes look into the world of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I'm your host, Intern Jeremy. Thank you for downloading this week. On this week's episode, we talk about Juice Cleanses, John's band's show, Maurice sending an email in, getting mad about Mickey Mouse, and company parties. Are you going to do a Nickelback night with the band? No. Dude, you're gonna... It's 5 or 1, man. It's 10 a.m. You, you need to cut back on the 10 5 or 1. No, I do not. They are a lifesaver. I make clay pots every day at like 11, 31 o'clock in between that time. And it has been magnificent. A release. Like your body lets everything out. Fiber 1 makes it so your body just lets everything out and you feel cleansed. Do you ever do a cleanse? I've never done one oh, of the yet. best. Yeah. And when you get a good cleanse, your body gets rid of everything. You feel better. You feel different. Fiber One does it every day. <laughs> Fucking amazing. So it's, it's a juice. The, you, you've done the juice oh, cleanses I love the in juice the past, cleanse. right? Yeah, I tried. I'm, I might should do one here soon. Because I feel like you eh, kind of toxified and get a couple of days of, of, off of food. You think that's legit, though? It's not oh, some it's like legit. bullshit? No, it feels great. You do feel good. You just feel better because you haven't eaten a bunch of food. Yeah, yeah. But it keeps it so you don't feel bad while you're not eating a bunch of food. And then a lot of the times, a lot of people, and I don't have that problem, but a lot of people have huge dumps because their body holds in a lot of bad digestion. So it clean, it helps you digest and cleanse and clean out should all get stuff Dale. You should get Dale oh, on one. Dale, I can't imagine the size of the pit we'd have to dig for Dale to cleanse and shit in it. Yeah, it, would, it would be a team of people digging day and night. From We look like the beginning of Indiana Jones digging the pit Dale needs to get rid of the shit that has been in him. There's going to be memories from Super Bowls that come out. It's and like, from the one where we beat the Bills. It's like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park when he's like, that's ah, yeah. a big pile of shit. That is a big pile of shit. Must <laughs> shit faster. How's it going, Johnny? Fine, uh, Jeremy. Got the uh, band tonight. That's right. We have band tonight. Yeah, the Fuvana. And you're doing you're doing the half and half makeup. So far, that's the way it looks. Half of my face will be Grohl. Half will be uh, pre uh, April fifth, two thousand or nineteen ninety four. Kurt Cobain. So it will be the oh, I thought you were going to living do, version. I thought you were going to do zombie. No, version. we were going to do Night of the Singing Dead back in uh, Halloween, where all the singers or somebody in the band was dressed as somebody. Who's dead? No, we'd have done like Nirvana and Stone Temple Pilots and uh, uh, Chris Cornell at the time, Lincoln Park. Every every band that has a dead guy in it would have gotten covered, but and then just do zombies. Tonight, no zombieing, just Fuvana, a celebration of the end of Nirvana and the beginning of the Foo Fighters. There you go. So yeah. seven or eight songs by each one. Just boom, we knock out the Nirvana, a shotgun blast. And then we start Foo Fighters, and it's on. Oh, there you go. And you got Mr. John Gordon's band opening and up for JG's you. And JG's playing before. Uncle Leo's going on before. Yeah. It's their very first performance ever. Wow. So I'm very excited for John, except for I'm not going to be able to see it. Because <laughs> I have to get into the half makeup thing before the show. So. Well, you're going to be done here by noon. I'm not going to go wander around makeup all day? Weirdo? Just wander Plus, I have to host the Learner and Row Golf Tournament Spectacular after it's all over today. Oh. With uh, my friend Frank. Caliendo. That's the one. I didn't want to drop names, because mm. it's not much of a name. <laughs> so earlier in the week, we had uh, the Mickey Mouse controversy. Oh, a, Morris. A, a gentleman. Maurice. Maurice emailed in. Now, I wasn't there for the email, so what, what was he angry about? Um, I don't remember. And it was just, it, well, he wasn't, he just, he was angry about. My, oh, look, hold on. You were putting bad words into Mickey's mouth, and he um, said, well, this is just too far. <laughs> let me see. Uh, here it is. 
I've listened for a long time. I love rock music. You're unfortunately the only game in town. Sometimes I do laugh, but today's the last day I'm tuning in. The Mickey Mouse quote sketch you did was so out of line. Some things are too far, and I'm sure you know that. Uh, it was just racism for no reason. That's my favorite sentence because he, he will justify racism if there's a reason for it. That was just yeah. racism <laughs> without reasons, and I won't stand for that. Why did you do that? It had no bearing uh, on a man with dementia being dead because it was all about Dennis Day. Yeah, the, the Mouseketeer. The missing Mouseketeer. But yeah. his gay lifestyle or being a Jew prompted a comedy opportunity. I guess it's NPR for me in the morning, and I'll tune back in when you're off. I'll be contacting your managers, Maurice. That's what he didn't do, and I was wishing he would. Yeah. That the guy wouldn't tolerate any more jokes uh, at the, that, that are racist without purpose. Done he, as he obviously Mouse. doesn't like to laugh if he's like, I'm turning to NPR. Well, yeah, that was your so second that's real, choice. That's a real Debbie Downer yeah. of a well, radio it's, station. It's <laughs> either this thing that does Mickey Mouse being horrible and murdering people and hiding bodies, or it's NPR. Those are my choices, <laughs> and I, I'm just I'm leaving the dead body Mickey Mouse making funners. That was weird, but those I love. I love comment. I love I love when people just are angry. It's usually that they're mad at something else. They got in a fight with their wife. Or something happened, or their favorite team did something dumb, or something's awful, and it just is building on them. And the next thing that pisses them off is why they're mad. Yeah. And he did a it's I the, mean, that was the last straw. I got that email like a, five minutes after we were done with that thing. Like oh, he, so he ran to his computer. To go. Like, God damn it. Emailed that whole thing out, just stream of thought, stream of consciousness, fires at send, boom, that's the end of it. And later in the day, you had to think, why did I send that? I'm not going to call and complain about racist Mickey Mouse. I sound insane. <laughs> have, There's have, an off button. Yeah. Have you ever complained about something entertainment-based like that? Have you ever gone to the internet to no, make No, because I'm in control of all yeah. of it. It doesn't make sense to me that people will sit and go, that has to stop. You can stop it. Yeah, don't now, listen. <laughs> if, in fact, someone was in my window on my doorstep, doing a step-and-fetch-it routine and full-out, uh, you know, uh, racist Bojangles-type entertainment on my porch, <laughs> and I couldn't escape it. I can shut the windows, but I can still hear it. I can put earplugs on. I still know it's there. Yeah. My neighbors can't come to my house because it won't stop. Then I would call someone to put a stop to this. But yeah. it's the radio and the television. And you're like, I don't like that this is happening. I, I refuse to turn it off, but I'm going to make it so no one else can like it either. Yeah. Doesn't register in my head at all. You're in complete control of the stuff on your radio. Complete. You don't like it, turn it off. If, the, if an entire city turns it off, that will go away. But yeah. if the market supports it and it's doing well, why are you angry at it? There's plenty Stop of stuff that I, I, that I don't like, but I'm not going to try to tear it down because other people enjoy it. It's not my fault that they're dumb and enjoy right. stupid stuff. So I'm going to let them enjoy to, stupid stuff. I used to email the first season of American Idol, and my boss stopped me. <laughs> I used to email. I, I wouldn't say death threats, but pretty close. Jeez. Uh, to, to, because I was so mad that uh, Ryan Seacrest and Brian Dunkelman were getting so much credit for being hosts of a show that I, I just couldn't look at them together. Yeah. And I, I was angry at them being hosts. Not that I ever wanted the job. But Seacrest and Dunkelman made me mad. And I remember emailing the bosses over at Fox because I was like, this needs to stop. <laughs> and there were a couple of them that could have been construed as threats. There was, there was some boundaries crossed? Uh, man, Close. it's vague. Yeah. But it's I, it, it could have danced on either side of the line and Ooh, it would have been a tough argument. Who was it put us up to? Chuck or Larry? No, a guy named JJ at the time. I, was uh, like, I don't know that I would send that, although it's very well written. 
and it was something about I, it, there was a lot of penetration. <laughs> Is it? Do you still dislike Seacrest? Not at because all. Because he's all over the place. Not at all. It was the weirdest. Like I, I didn't like Dunkelman and Seacrest together were my problem. Now Dunkelman's like an Uber driver. And now I think to myself, maybe that has something to do with why Dunkelman got fired. My oh, emails were emails. constant, and they might have read them and gone, "All right, first off, we got to get Dunkelman out of here. This lunatic might kill him." Second, <laughs> he's right. We can't have a death yeah, on the premises. We can't do it. Your hat just came off, and I've been looking at pictures of James Garfield. I've been studying the 20th president of the United States quite a lot because go. he's got such a fascinating eight-month run. And you look just like James Garfield. Yeah, you sent me Served in the Civil War, so I've been nailing a, that the whole time. He's a president, and he was a general. Well, he's also assassinated in the eighth month of his presidency. Yeah, but I'm not a big was fan of it. that part. No, he was great. <laughs> He was great for the eight months. I mean, the guy was way ahead of every every curve you could imagine. He was outstanding. And then somebody took him out. Is there a need for a, a Garfield impersonator? It would definitely be a niche gig. <laughs> trying to find be, a way to make some extra cash. You, I would hire you. Like, I would have a party. I'm like, wait until you see the entertainment. I hired a James Garfield impersonator. People are like, who? And then have uh, like somebody else, an assistant, come up and shoot you in the back. And his famous words when he got shot were, "What's this then?" That's what he said. That's what he, he said. He got shot man. two times. He's a man. That's a man. And he lived. And he tried to fight the guy who shot him. Cause that, see, that's a man. That's see, a man. You know what? I like being. He's the original guy in Tactical Black. Now that I think about it, yeah. took two bullets and said, "You're going to take three to knock my ass out." Would you do and that? I'd, yes. probably, I'd probably start crying if I got shot twice. If I got shot, I'd wonder what the hell's going on. <laughs> would you? Would you turn around and be like, "Let's go, motherfucker"? I, I, I certainly wouldn't say, "What's this then?" Like, <laughs> you would know what it was. You'd I be like, oh, I think I just got shot. I wouldn't quiz the little fucker that just shot. <laughs> start asking, playing twenty questions. Garfield was a beast. And then so then, he, but he died from like uh, infections from people digging around in the wounds trying, trying to get, to get the bullets. The bullets. Out. That's what Doctors. always got him back then. Yep. Most of the people back in like the Civil War, they didn't die yep. from their injuries; they died from the infection yep. that exactly. followed. Exactly. In the next World War, or the next uh, World's Fair, they invented Listerine and Lysol and stuff came from all these things. It would have been enough to just cleanse the wounds and yeah. wash these people's hands a little bit. Terrible. Like Garfield, you look just like him. Well, I wonder. Which is See, there's scary. no, there's like, like, there's like no Civil War uh, Memorial Day. I mean, Memorial Day is supposed to be all of the, uh, right. but I mean, there's no, because I mean, it's like, I wonder if I could be Garfield and like throw the first pitch out somewhere. But oh, they have like dinosaurs do it. They have like dinosaurs do it. Celebrating the end of the Civil War. Yeah. What? A great eight month run of his presidency. Yeah, the danger of it is the most. Uh, yeah, the unsung president, the eight month president. He needs a little more press. Uh, if there's ever a movie, though. I mean, I'm, I'm calling. I'm um, we should write a Garfield movie. Let's do it without the cat. The uh, um, with both his assistant. The cat, the cat can just wander around and never have a line. Yeah, except for Mondays. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe that can be Garfield. Did he die so on a Monday? Maybe James Garfield can be like, I hate Mondays. That would, he that would be kind of the fun a... joke in the movie. That I wonder he just if he's any he's eating lasagna. A he eats lot. tons of lasagna. He's got a dog named Odie. <laughs> We're just recreating a movie with a new cat. Live action. But yeah, I would call you. But James Garfield throwing up first pitches. Problem with no, like I've thought of this. If we had a Civil War day, uh, the problem is. That people would celebrate it wrong in certain uh, parts of the country. Yeah, you know there's I mean? a big chunk like of the you, country. <laughs> you might fire up the wrong group and go, you know what? Fuck it. It's Civil War Day. And it don't have to be the winners. It's not North Day. And the next thing you know, you oh, got another boy. conflict. Yeah. Oh, boy. And they're wandering around neighborhoods they shouldn't be in with their gray coats. And 
Fuck you, it's Civil War Day. <laughs> oh, boy. We're not celebrating the war. We're celebrating that we had it. And then Trump's like, there's good guys on both sides. Yeah. Each side is a good point. <laughs> I'm going to go with flip up a coin. <laughs> S's. The S's win today. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, because, I mean, if you look like, well, I don't know, not Michael Jackson anymore, that, that impersonator, I think that the money for that's going to dry up, yeah. you know? But, I mean, I don't think I could stand out on Hollywood Boulevard and, pe- and you know, get people to buy photos and autographs. I think it would be so out of the norm that you would attract so many people. But I'd have to have a sign. Yes, that which makes the, it better. <laughs> and it would be written in the old, like, kind of, uh, like the way bar sandwich boards used to be written with the crazy language. It looks yeah. like root beer barrel writing. And it says, 20th President James Garfield. And you just stand behind it. Yeah. Get a picture with James Garfield. Then people yeah. are like, why do you do this? I'm like, why do I do what? I'm President James Garfield. Yeah. Let's Can I get it. a picture? And every time the camera snaps, what's this then? Yeah. <laughs> so well, I and no one would know why you did it. No one's familiar with James Garfield at all. No. There's He's often, uh, an, a little side stat on James Garfield, often skipped. Um, when people like historians try to say most effective presidents of all time, they don't even look into it because of his because his, his time his was, so was so short. short. But he, he actually started a lot of stuff. Yeah, he was good. Yeah. I'm Very glad. Good. I'm glad I look good after somebody that was a pretty bad. I don't. President. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I look like Keith Jardine, and I'd get my ass kicked by a lot of the guys that Keith Jardine beat up. So yeah, that's true. It doesn't make you the person that you look like. Well, that Brady uh, Brady's wife has that problem. She doesn't understand. Everything isn't passed on by look or just being around it. Because I went bowling with her once, and she said, my grandmother was a bowler, and she used to bowl all the time. I'm like, oh, okay. She goes, so this is, you know, kind of something we always did. So bowling bowling skill is hereditary? So Yeah, so she was, well, I assumed when she said it was, oh, I bowled all the time as a kid. With her, She proceeded yeah. to bowl a 28, which might be the worst <laughs> score I've ever seen in bowling. Without bumpers, that is... I don't think you can get much I don't worse. Think you can, I don't think you can do that. You and have to try like, to get Why worse. did you tell me your grandmother was a bowler? That didn't apply to anything you can do. Like, she's yeah. not here. Who cares? My grandfather <laughs> used to work movies. Uh, like the projectors. I don't. It doesn't do mean that. I can do it. It doesn't mean that it mattered at all. If we're at the movie theater, I wouldn't lean and go, you know, my grandfather used to run the projector. And I'm going to go up there and push it over. Because I don't know what the fuck to do with it. That's what she did with bowling. And she, I mean, my, my grandmother was a very good bowler. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, maybe she taught you a few things. No. Evidently, what I learned from that was Brady's wife's grandmother fucking hated her and never took her bowling <laughs> or, or showed her the exact opposite of how to bowl. Yeah, but Just like you and James Garfield. Yeah. Well, see, now I was I was riding high there for a mm-hmm. minute. and then just James right. Garfield can't bowl. That's what your sign should say. James Garfield. <laughs> what well, else you got, Jeremy? Well, let's, let's keep let's, going. We had a company party yesterday. Did I you, didn't go. Did, you didn't attend? Did you go? No, no. Well, then what are you asking me about a party? No, well, I know you're a big fan of big groups of people, and you're a big fan of food that's everybody could dig yeah. into, and that's kind of left out yeah. for everybody to dip into. Not a so fan. So why did you not come to the party? <laughs> Here's the thing about that, that everybody can argue like, oh, he's a buffet. Like when they stack food on a on a like table, one after the other, and then people line up with plates and take it, how is it different to take a photo of that and then show it directly next to like a food famine or shortage in Russia or Ireland or wherever where people have to line up for potatoes and bread? Yeah. It just looks the exact same. And all I think of with those are how dirty everything is. The food's out. 
everybody's hand, like at least with restaurants you get the same three or four people handling it. you don't know they're clean or not but it doesn't like they don't pass it to everyone in the restaurant to give to you yeah the odds and not are everybody gets to go dig around in the food so yeah. i don't like open food grabs i won't stand in line for food either that's yeah. not happening I will not get in line with a plate and wait. That's a bread line, <laughs> yeah. and that means things have gone to shit. It's for poor people. It's, for, it's not even for poor people. It's for countries who are about to fail. <laughs> you have a line of people standing waiting for food. I can get food. It's, I just have to remind myself, in America, I can get food anywhere. It's all over the place. Standing in line for food in this country is stupid. Yeah. And then you don't like big groups of people typically, right? You're more of a... Uh, it's th th this... This wouldn't bother me. Especially coworkers that you don't like. Well, coworkers <laughs> that are eating. I don't want to be around that. I, <laughs> I, was, I struggle with that. It's, it was all... I saw someone posted a picture on, on the socials. Yeah. It was all females. Of course Except for, I think, Bruce. Men don't want to go <laughs> to uh, work parties anymore. It's just dangerous for us. You're, you're asking for trouble. I'm not going to a work party that's got a couple... You know, we got some liquor and goofing around and I'm not go Christmas party is the only one because it's forgivable it's the end of the year for some reason there's a lot, you, you, you have to really fuck up at a Christmas party but any we almost had someone that did oh that. you know and he's still here <laughs> yep. so that's how good Christmas parties are uh, but middle of April let's just stand outside and drink together for a little bit and see what happens recipe for disaster in the Me Too era so yeah. you know and then we'll be like oh this is fun let's take a picture on social media and the next thing in the picture you and I are standing there looking at Jill's ass and it, the picture forever remembers that goes on the social media, and you see us leering. Jill gets uncomfortable. She's like, "That I don't want that picture up on social media." Next thing you know, we're in an HR thing going, "Why did you guys do that?" I'm like, "Oh my god, I don't even know what happened." Yeah, it's not. It could have been it. you were just moving your head. No, and it it's, looks... we were looking at her ass because <laughs> that's what guys do, and that's why we don't that's go to true. these company functions anymore. I'm not doing it. Don't bring that ass right. around here if you don't want it looked at. Yeah, potato sack up and put a beekeeper outfit on. This is probably why the Middle East does what it does. They're Beekeep, smart. Beekeeper, the ladies. And make it so we can't see or uh, admire you at all. And then they blame the temptation. ladies for it. That's my favorite right. part. Right. And then it's still their fault when shit... <laughs> look, they're smart. I'll give them that one. Uh, when it comes down to sexual harassment, they won't let them work, so I don't understand why they can't dress them up. But, or drive. <laughs> well, Saudi Arabia just changed that Well, and mistake. they're not happy about it. Yeah, that's why I think we should make Saudi Arabia great again. <laughs> Masa'a. Is that why they're, they're, are they are our greatest ally? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just why we love them so much. Like, how have you guys gotten away with this for so fucking long? Um, yeah, it's uh, not worth it to go to a company Christmas party anymore. Or a company party. Unless it's the Christmas, Christmas. Party. It's, Did you go? You didn't go? I didn't go that one. Either, and no. you're hungry all the time because you're yeah. broke. Yeah. That's free food and drinks and all that shit. It's, it's tough to turn down free food for sure. Sure. Um, but I was here all morning, and then I had to come back and fill in for Shannon, so I was like, I don't want to be there anymore, so I'm going to just go home. Right. It's not worth it. There's no. food everywhere. You go home and have a hard-boiled egg. Oh, yeah. No. And, and yeah. It was, it's gross. just a bad idea. The mid-April, let's all get together on the patio thing. Yeah. It's just odd. I'm not doing it. And then uh, one last thing, 10-year uh, contract extension. No, for, not 10 years. Are you crazy? That's, that's the word on the street. That is not the word on the street. And it's not finalized. All I got so far is the new bathroom. But yeah, Trip's going to take that. As soon as you dropped your first load in there, that oh, was you signing the contract. It's too late. <laughs> contract ink is dry. Yeah. But the, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, what would that, cares. if you did sign 10 years, that'd put you almost to 60, right? What at the, the end fuck of are you talking about? You're, you're late yeah, 40s, right? So what? Oof. That's why I ain't doing it. 
No. Five years is my max, and we'll see about that. Yeah. We'll see. You excited to? Oh, it'll be fun. I still like doing it, so it's fun to do. Ten years. Just ten, just signing ten years of anything seems. Again, then you have to start adding up where you'll be when it's all over, and I'll be 57. I'm not, ugh. Yeah, so you'll be 57. Brady will probably dead. be dead. Eric, dead. Dead, yeah. Probably killed by Booze. his wife. Or that. <laughs> or child. Or mom. Oh, that'll happen. <laughs> Kirby would be like 20. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck 10 years. <laughs> You're talking yourself out here. You know what? Yeah, fuck that, well, You know what that means, though? I just thought of this. is that That means I got to go to like some kid's graduation. If I'm out in five years, I cut it right out when Kirby can't drive. So I don't have to go to her stuff. Yep. Toledo's kids, I probably won't go to their graduate. I'll just send them 20 bucks. <laughs> That's what I did for all their birthday parties I missed. Yeah, you're really dodging a lot of like weddings and getting too close to things. So that's the, that's the end of that. Five years is enough. But do you, So you don't want to sign the 10 years in case they fire you and then you get more money on the, on the back end there? That would be nice. That would be the smart thing to do. <laughs> but what if I want to quit in five years and they're like, well, you got to give a bunch back. Uh, I don't know how it works. I don't know that. Five years is plenty. And plus, in five years, maybe everything's changed to where I can ask for like three times as much. I'm locking myself in for a long time at this price. Ten years is a long time. Oh, so the only only perk you're getting out of this is that bathroom? Well, no. ask for extra scratch? Oh, the scratch is coming. Yeah. We don't renegotiate contracts and go backwards. (laughs) Hopefully, the scratch is coming. They're great to me. So I'm not worried about that. Why is it that this you're finally getting your own office with a bathroom? Why? Why not? Why not earlier? Why did well, you it was earlier, this? and then the idiots commandeered it. They just started sitting in there. So I'm like, well, I guess this is a whole guy's office thing. Oh, so that was yeah. supposed to be just, just my office. I started loading up couches. Next thing you know, everybody's sitting in there, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on around here? <laughs> and it was configured in such a way to make it look like everybody should be in there. I'm like, that's fine. These guys can have their own office. I need my yeah. own bathroom. Yeah. But why didn't you ask for your own bathroom when, when the didn't building... Didn't think about it. You didn't think Didn't about realize it. how bad I needed a bathroom. Yeah. I like having my own bathroom. I didn't know that I worked with people that wipe boogers on walls. <sighs> I didn't know that the sports station had gastrointestinal issues from top to bottom. Well, and they're very... The average age of a host over there oh, is on the high side. Yeah. So they're dealing with a lot of, you know... They're, they're cleansing a lot more than they need to, and they're not <laughs> taking anything for it. And I also <laughs> didn't realize that the pipes in this building are so bad that I'd have to smell a rotting fish every time I went to pee. It's odd. It's that bathroom odd. of ours is so it's it smells so bad sometimes you can't breathe. It hurts to breathe. So I've eliminated that. I want my own bathroom. I figured the new bathrooms when we move into this big building would be pristine. Yeah. Still have booger picking people that shove it on walls. You gotta stare at that. I don't know where that comes from. That's there's what that, there's no kids raised in here you. Anything. No, I don't know. That you pick boogers and put it on walls. Is it all Z? No, I think it's KUPD because we had the problem at the old building. Oh, they did. See, I, wasn't at, I was never at the old building. So fucking so. gross. You're lucky. And then so I want my own Brad. private bathroom, and I have it now. And that's probably money, all the other stuff that you can get from That's work. just all gravy? The bathroom is the greatest thing I've ever accomplished. And so you're going to set up – how are you going to set the office up? Are you going to put your computer in there, or you were talking about putting a bed? I don't think I need a computer. Yeah, I think I'm just going to make it a hotel room, make it look like a W. Uh, there's going to be a bed. It's going to be kind of a modern, kick-ass little bar in the corner. I need a shower. <laughs> That's the only problem. I might have some contractors come in and put in a small shower. And then just yeah, have a hotel well, there's, room. Uh, there's the one downstairs, which is I'm very not using odd. That. I want it's, my own shower. Yeah. I won't even pee in the same room with other people anymore. <laughs> you think I'm going to shower in like a community shower? Gas. <laughs> you got, look, 
we got to get Fiber One to sponsor the show. Yeah, the, the podcast f- yeah. brought to you by Fiber One. Get on that. Yeah. Go ask Bruce. I'll work on it because they, they get a lot of good. They get a lot of free press, and I'm telling you right now, unless they're not, it, unless they're not trying to portray the the thing that it's you'll great, just shit and fart your brain. Look, out it's filling. Eating. You don't eat. You have a Fiber One in the morning. You have a nice little deal, and then it just cleanses out whatever bad in your system. It falls out of you. Happy, oh as, happy as a clam. And then that poor uh, house cleaner of yours has got to clean up after your mess. That is bad. <laughs> Gloria has to come in and see the stains. <laughs> oh, me, Sir John. Yeah, I, shot, I, I probably do a three-flush shit Jeez. and then stand over it like nine times and flush the stains away. Because <laughs> oh, it's clay pots, man. Oh. To me, more and Patrick Swayze are in my toilet just oh, making, they're making, just they're making a vase. Oh, oh my love. Spin it. So ch- now you got to do a cleanse. Mm-hmm. So, and some fiber and one. fiber one. So kick the day off with a fiber one, and then go right into your cleanse. Whew. That that would be the daily regime. I don't know what would happen the second. Day. <laughs> I don't really get shits from the cleanse though. No, I just feel better. Well, you shouldn't be shitting a lot anyways, right? At least after the first day after the cleanse, because no, you're just drinking by, liquid. By the right? second or third day, it's designed to loosen up all the stuff that's clinging to the edges of your intestines. Oh boy! So it's it's designed. Why don't you just to get a colonic? Loosen it because it's a hose up my ass. I can do it through <laughs> my mouth like a human being. Well, listen, you've already been you you have the experience. You stuck that butt plug. I don't think the hose they stick in your ass is as big as that plug is. So it's not about size. <laughs> I also don't think the thing in my ass was coming in me the whole time, which is what the hose would be doing. Pig. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm just trying to help you out. Class it up, man. <laughs> Sorry. Well, thank you, Johnny. Is that it? We're done. All right. Thanks. That'll do it for this week, guys. Thank you for downloading. If you miss anything HMS-related, just go to the podcast page on 98kupd.com where you can get this podcast as well. And tune in to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Monday through Friday, 545 to 10 a.m. on the big red radio, 98kupd.